Hello, hello, and welcome to Ladies Who Questioned. We have a very special show because we have an interview with a gentleman who does something pretty doggone important in the world. I'm going to start this with a quote. One in six Americans live in poverty and is considered to be food insecure. That is straight from the website of Beef for Hunger, for Beef for, like as in the digit, for hunger.org. I read that and I think I've probably been aware of that before, but still to see that on an organization that is completely affiliated and and in deep with this particular issue was startling to me. It was a startling statistic and very upsetting. So um, Holly and I welcome Greg Barnum. Hello, Greg. Hello. Thank you. Welcome to Ladies Who Question. Well, thanks for having me. We're happy to have you. Of course. You're the chairman of Before Hunger, correct? That's correct. Well, during the holidays, we're spotlighting charities, local charities, and we thought that would be, you would be a great candidate to come on and talk about Beef for Hunger. So, Greg, why don't you tell us about how you found, how you came about your organization and your charity? You're one of the founders, correct? That's correct. Okay. Yes, absolutely. So, gosh, way back, I think it was in 2012, my wife and I were talking because uh, we do a little uh, farming and ranching, and we said, gosh, how can we give back into the community and to others that are less fortunate? And so we thought about hmm, what would be impactful and really hit home with people that were in need. So we went to the basics, which is feeding people that need food, the hungry. And we came up with, wow, why don't we initially, we're like, oh, why don't we give the hungry steaks and hamburger from our family farm. And then uh, we're like, well, no, that's probably not that good of an idea, especially after we talked to a, an attorney and said, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. we'll, we'll expand on that a little bit. So why wasn't that a good idea? Well, because in order to do a nonprofit and to do it right, you need to get an attorney and you have to file a 501c3. And there's a, right. there's a whole bunch of administrative paperwork to be a legitimate nonprofit. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what we did. We you know, hired an attorney and did that. And they advised me along with others, my wife and I, that um, you, know, you want to keep your family business completely separate. Um, first off, because we could never, you know, what are we going to do? Yeah, bring bring steaks and a couple hamburgers every time we get from our farm. So we needed to find something bigger and better to do that. So that's kind of what the start of the process was, uh, get it found. And then conceptually, what could we do and how would we develop a board to help support Beef for Hunger um, and, and launch this out in the field? And, and finally, we did before we even, as we incorporated we did some research, and I actually contacted probably about 75 of the 200 food banks across the country and asked the simple question, do you need beef? And what do you think I got? Yes, absolutely. It's the hardest thing to get, and it's filled with protein and all that. Perishable. Yeah, perishable and most versatile and all that stuff. So we, um, after that interview, we're like, oh, we, we have something here. I, I, think, I think we need to figure this out and go forward. And, and, and launch the program. And with any nonprofit, they're, they're just like small businesses. Most of them fail the first year. 80% oh, of them wow. fail. Yeah, it's no different than small businesses. Okay. You got to have your act together and know what you're doing and have a strategy and have a plan. Um, so we, we 
got a small board of what we would call very smart people uh, <laughs> in different categories. That helps. Um, in a small board that was manageable. And we we started, and then our, our first, we needed to get some sponsors because you need money. You need money to buy the beef, and you need a place to get the beef to get the hungry. And then we had to decide, what did we want to provide? And we ended up, uh, from a lot of counseling, providing, coming up with one-pound chubs of hamburger uh, because it's the most versatile. You can make spaghetti, tacos. You can do so much with just hamburger. And in one-pound chubs, we can get it to more people faster. So then we had to figure out where we were going to procure the beef and buy the beef from. So we started off with Reinhardt Food Service, which I think you guys have heard of them. They're around the North, North Shore. They deliver beef to a lot of us. And we made, we made our first purchase from them from some money that we had raised. And um, we donated it to Shields Township right here in, in Lake Bluff. To the food pantry? Yep, to the food pantry. Mm-hmm. And, well, we wanted to donate it, but we couldn't because they didn't have, yeah, we're like, oh. We refrigeration. To start, yeah, mm-hmm. there you go. They had mm-hmm. no refrigeration, so we bought them a freezer. Uh, we <laughs> went we down, down to Deerfield when the old Sears uh, outlet store was there. We bought them a used chest freezer, and we put it in there, and then we made our... First donation and first beef purchase. I think it was. I think it was like six thousand four hundred meals. Oh um, my! And, and, it, and we packed the the freezer, and off we went. And then all of a sudden, we're like, okay, we spent all our money. Wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> and they were calling saying we need more beef. So we had to get smart and figure out well how are we gonna how are we gonna do this. So we started to do fundraisers and ask people just like any nonprofit raise money but we also tied ourselves to northern illinois food bank a great organization and got some coaching from them guy named steve erickson fantastic guy and he told me he says greg man i've seen so many nonprofits come in and out and come and go he said if you want to do this thing right you got to figure out how to be sustainable Mm -hmm. and consistent and so i'm proud to say we've certainly done that um because since 2012, we have literally donated over, I think it's like 608,000 fresh beef meals. And we've done it by making monthly deliveries every single month for 12 years. There's a couple gaps uh, during uh, COVID, but overall consistent delivery. So we, we feel pretty good about that. And, and our, we're, we're the only nonprofit anywhere that I know that exclusively raises funds, procures fresh beef, and donates it directly to those in need. And um, How long ahead. was it the time frame between the inception, the idea that you and your wife said, hey, let's do this, to when you ran out of money and said, oh, we got to figure this out? How long was that, that period of time? About six months. I mean, between uh, me and my wife and, and board members, we funded you know a couple thousand dollars to get an attorney and, and do that kind of thing starting off. And then we had a couple big fundraiser, but we, we got smarter and smarter as we went. Um, and all in the first year, because then we're like, Reinhardt Food Service was actually great. They turned us on to their source. So we knocked out the middleman because we're a nonprofit. I mean, they wanted to help. So gosh, since 2012, we've been purchasing directly from American food groups, who's like a Tyson. They're like the third largest beef distributor in the country. I mean, they're a multi-billion dollar company and they've been so gracious to us. They give us, we 
purchase the beef at their cost or a wow. little above. They put it on the back of a of their semi trucks when they're making deliveries to Chicago or order. Um, they don't charge us for freight, and they've been our partner for twelve plus years. Um, and we wanted to make this thing simple too, because most importantly. And I don't know what you know about nonprofits. A lot of nonprofits are very profitable. I know that there are a few that have been exposed as being very top-heavy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and a lot of those dollars you donate, a lot of percentage of that doesn't I, really go to the right cost. So what yeah. we wanted to do is also have it so every dollar donated that we received goes directly towards buying beef and feeding the hungry. So um, we are all volunteer-based. Uh, 100% volunteer-based. Our overhead is, like, minimal. We have a couple hundred bucks we spend a year on our website and, and that kind of stuff, a P.O. box, and and that's it, you know, four or 500 bucks a year, and that's our expenses. And everything else is, is from our gracious sponsors. And then in the beginning, when you're starting off, you needed someone who had some teeth. So Shields Township was perfect. They were recognizable to give us some credibility. And then we, we went in uh, Lake Forest Bank and Trust, who's been our sponsor from day one. That, they have been so beneficial to so many organizations like Forest Bank and Trust. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what, one of your main donors, right? Yeah, they've and we have a couple... Um, private foundations that have been very gracious that I'll keep anonymous. Okay. Um, but Name um, the ones that you can, because we want to make sure that they get thanked. Well, the Bruni Foundation has been fantastic for years. Um, uh, Lake County Press has been fantastic. Uh, Scoo Walker and uh, Walker, his insurance company is consistent. <laughs> uh, and right here, Lake Bluff Brewery has been, oh, yeah. uh, well, what they've done is, is unbelievable is because what when we first started off, we used to do these big events and we gotten, we were questioned a lot because our first event we did out at the Northbrook Sports Club. So we mm -hmm. bought a bunch of people out there to stick guns in their hands that they never had a gun and, <laughs> gave, and gave them music and alcohol. It. It's a, it's a skeet shooting. Oh, okay. Yeah. So right. we had yeah. a whole I bunch of people out there in a band. Yeah. And you know, I told my insurance guy, he's like, you're doing what? You're, yeah. You're, you're, <laughs> <laughs> that was my reaction. Uh, and uh, then our second year, we, we decided to do something in, uh, do the tent and rent it out at Lake Bluff thing and bring in a, a mechanical bull. And oh, at the golf course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And our, our, I saw that. I yeah. remember that. Yeah. And it was yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, these things were really fun and successful. Yeah. And uh, But our insurance people really were like, what are you going to do, parachute next? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Something more dangerous? <laughs> but, the, but the beauty about it is, you know, at the end of the day, we're, we're doing this to feed people. And, you know, if someone's got a problem with that, then, you know, shame on them. Yeah. yeah, well. yeah. Well, I'd like to add one thing, because I was somewhat involved in these events and, like, helping put them together. You've been there with them since oh, the beginning, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, day one. Um, and the events, they are costly to put on. Yeah. So by I the bet. time you pay all the expenses for the food, the drink, you're selling raffle tickets, you're doing silent auctions, the, the profit margin at the end of the day is not a lot. So... That brings us to really the consistent fundraisers that we've been do you've been doing. Um, we, you too. Uh, I we, mean, you're part of you're part of the the team. Well, like, uh, well thank you. But um, how Lake Bluff has been so welcoming to uh, Ribfest. Oh yes, right. Yeah. And maybe you can go into that about how the two big fundraisers that we do in conjunction with Lake Bluff. Yeah. So um, 
once again, we got smart because these fundraisers, you know, they're, they're a challenge, mm-hmm. you know, golf outings and all that, you know. If people, if well, rains, the logistics it, alone. If it rains, yeah, and you yeah. Know, right. we don't do a full-time, and they're expensive. Um, yeah. So we got smart and said, gosh, how can we tie into organizations and not have to um, put all this money out up front and with the hopes that we'll, we'll get money back? So we partnered with Lake Bluff Brewery. Mm-hmm. And we started Bless do, their hearts, yep, yeah. And we started doing block parties. Oh, um, yeah, the block parties, yeah. And we brought in... The Hellhounds in my son's band, the Nick Barnum band, and, and they've been shout out. Yeah. They've been our yeah. entertainment and been great entertainment for twelve years, and they do mm-hmm. it free. for no charge for free. Oh yeah, um, and all the musicians donate their time and effort, and it's a lot. It's a lot. Oh yeah, um, and that's been very successful for us because people just come. We don't charge. We hope that people will donate. It gives us some recognition. And then we tied in with um, the Lake Bluff Rib Fest, the Lake Bluff Rib Association. Rib Association. <laughs> Is that what they call them? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, Rib Fest. And, oh, it's yeah. a serious association. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I've been yeah. there since the very first one. Absolutely. It was like decades ago. And I yeah. was like, I hope this sprouts into something. And now here we are. And, yep. yeah. and, and you're involved. And so... Um, They've uh, graciously let us be part of that, and we've had the People's Choice Award for many years, and and we've raised a lot. We've raised over a hundred thousand dollars through that organization wow. um, over the years, and so think of that a hundred thousand. That's you know two three hundred thousand meals that we've provided just from people coming out, and it's a great event and a great day. And there seems to be momentum year after year. There's more recognition. People are looking for the donation jars that we put on all the booths. And the the booth that gets the most money from People's Choice, you know, is all donated. Mm -hmm. But then they win People's Choice. The recognition is just building and it's a a fun event. So it's nice that, that Beef for Hunger does two consistent events every year that bring Lake Bluff together, which they love doing and uh for a good cause now what was okay there's ripest what was the other one block party oh the block party mm-hmm. yeah, in well, august well, yeah in august yeah. right yeah. oh, oh i was there parties. i was there this year oh boy that was that was a good day wasn't it? a good night oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> and the weather cooperated yeah which probably really helps yes. good turnout as i recall absolutely yeah absolutely i hope i hope that was good for you guys absolutely every year it's good hey every dollar we raise is good now, when volu- volunteers, now Holly is um, an avid volunteer, uh, how can people get involved and, and what is expected of volunteers? Um, what, where can you put them? Like, what, what, do we, what would you like for them to do? Who do you need? What do you need? Well, that's a great question. What, what all nonprofits, and we're no different, we need money. Um, <laughs> we need mm-hmm. money because without money, uh, we can't procure beef and donate it. And that's the bottom line. So uh, the biggest way that people can help is donate mm-hmm. individually. And that's on the website. If you yeah. go to Beef for Hunger, it's beef for the digit hunger.org. And I saw the donation button and it's uh, PayPal or credit yeah. card. or PayPal. You use PayPal, credit card, whatever. Yeah, yeah we, we, we do it all. Um, or you can send a check. Um, there's there's lots of ways that you can do it. Um, and you could also volunteer and help us at events. And you could also... Do your own event on our behalf, uh, which mm-hmm. is great. If anybody wants to do a fundraiser, you know, you know, we've got all the credentials and you want to raise raise money for Beef for Hunger, well, we, we'll let you go for it. That's as a long really as, good, you know. Like the high yeah. school, maybe. Yeah. 
I mean, as long as you behave. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, because would you guys be liable for that? Or Well, no, we just, we want the right people doing the right well, things. Well, yeah, okay. Well, maybe the high school isn't the best idea. Oh. You never know oh. what's going to happen with the kids. But uh, some kids have been done some pretty charitable things, I've noticed, I when I read the newspaper, you know, the local newspaper and stuff and patch and whatever so maybe that that'd be okay (laughs) it's we're open to we're open to any ideas absolutely um what sort of the lemonade stand type things have people done volunteers have have there been any of those kinds of things yet or no not not really so it it would be forging new ground yeah forging Mm -hmm. new ground yeah i mean we're we're completely open to um Anybody that could help us in, in any way, um, we've been sustainable. We've, we've got a proven track record. We're always looking for corporate sponsors uh, and donations. You can get matches from your companies. Um, oh, matches from companies. Company wow, match. that would be a way yep. to really, yeah. One thing I want to bring up is uh, several years ago, we, vol- we I volunteered with a number of other people at the Northern Illinois Food Bank. And the interesting thing is all these pallets come in of expired, frozen chicken, meat, beef, and then they go straight into a freezer, and they're also donated. Oh, wonderful. One of the differences is this is fresh. Yeah. It's it's not expired. It's not frozen. They get it, like Greg said, once a month or... Yeah, yeah, so I'll add to that point. Okay. So, and that was really when we initially founded, we did go to there and we actually helped them sort mm-hmm. these groceries. And um, and it's a good thing because it's better than nothing. Um, but we're like, well, why do people have to have, you know, at expiration date, the old stuff from grocery stores and mm-hmm. all of that stuff um, when we could deliver fresher beef? Than the grocery, and when I tell you we've got a good partnership, we get when we deliver our beef, it gets to our clients faster than if you buy beef at the grocery store because it goes through distribution and all that. Oh, it it, it comes straight fresh. It's it's really good. But that was one of the things that that we thought was important too. Good point, yeah. Holly. Thanks. Oh. Thanks for bringing that up. Oh no, I just thought it was yeah. interesting working there and and just seeing the process of how. The food comes from the grocery stores and then is is delivered out to the people. Uh, now, do you have any merch on your website? I forgot. No, we don't. But at our events, you know, we have t-shirts, hats. Yeah, I thought all I saw of, that. At yeah, the we have t-shirts and hats. And, you know, every year we do some tie-dye ones and some different stuff. you got to step that up, Greg. Yeah. yeah well, you know, um, people can only get so many t-shirts and... We have plenty. If anybody wants anything, we have them. We sell them cheap, $10. I mean, it's really just advertising. Well, if somebody wants to do that and they want it, it's still good exposure. Right. Absolutely. You know, they buy it and they wear it. I mean, a hat, a T-shirt. I don't know. Maybe you ought to add that tab to your, <laughs> to your website. website. Well, there's a great volunteer opportunity. <laughs> so, there is. It wouldn't be me because I don't know how to do that. But <laughs> I'm not a webmaster, but I spent hundreds of hours developing our website 12 years ago with absolutely no experience. And it's been virtually the same. And it's performs it's simple we like to keep things simple Mm, and it's worked really well because we used to never be able to you know the google searches now you type beef for hunger we're number one oh and that just shows how time and progress Mm -hmm. 
goes. But mm-hmm. absolutely, we'd we'd love support someone to help us with merchandising and that. That's there's a volunteer opportunity. Well, there and that go. would it would require somebody else to fulfill the orders. So it does get more complicated. But you know, a lot of people make a lot of money on merch. And maybe a possibility of an intern or somebody oh, that's very yeah. good in technology. That's a kid. Here's your kid. Beef for Hunger could use you to help us to the next level on marketing our merch. There you go. And that's how we get the high school kids involved because they know what they're doing. And how about this? Hey, kids, those of you in that very successful and well-run communications, whatever you call it, at the high school, make a sizzle reel for these guys. Something that really put out there and do some social. How is that for a volunteer opportunity? Right. And maybe credits as well. Oh, Mm -hmm. is that how that works in schools now? Well, sometimes you could do stuff like that. Okay, well. mm -hmm. I like it. I like that idea. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, see? We got got a little cooking going here. A little brain food. Okay, cool, cool, cool. But I have a quick question. Now, this is local. This is northern Illinois, correct? The beautiful thing about our model, we're very scalable. We could we could really? deliver. Mm-hmm. We could deliver. And when you look at nonprofits, um, you know, all we need is about two or three million dollars, and we could provide fresh beef to all of the two hundred food banks across the country uh, <gasps> on a steady rim. Which in the in the big spiel, it's not a lot of money for nonprofits, but. Once again, we're all volunteer paced. We need yeah. people. We need the engines to get that going. So we're super scalable. Uh, we deliver to um, uh, Chicago Food Depository, Northern Illinois Food Bank. Uh, we've got a couple things. We support uh, the Veterans Closet here in Waukegan. Oh, Midwest Veterans Closet. And, and uh, uh, Roberti, Roberti House has been fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mary Beth and... Uh, uh, we provide some extra stuff for them, and they have their culinary kitchen there, which is fantastic that we uh, provide fresh beef for, and they actually make the meals there that go to Veterans Closet, to the veterans. Yeah. Oh. So, and all that comes from our beef. And, and for those of you that don't know, and I'm not a scientist or a whatever, but the protein that you get in the beef affects every thing in your body the body needs protein and and it's those that are less fortunate and quote they call them the hungry or food insecure um you know the kids and all that stuff they need not just dry food they need protein they need they need good food and they need it regularly so they can grow and be strong yeah well it'd be nice to somehow when i when i asked you about the national local um aspect i was just trying to think how this organization could scale nationally, and you're saying that you could, but it does rely on the volunteer aspect heavily. I mean, solely. It, yeah, no, I guess. it relies on money. And, and okay, and money. It's money. All it takes is 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 someone to catch wind of us and go, "That's a great thing," and have a, one of the big corporations say, "Hey, we're we're going to leverage this to get some PR," and we give away millions and millions of dollars, and now we can help the hungry and choose one. Um, the restaurants, the steakhouses, the people, anybody who's in the beef business, um, I can't think of a better organization to donate to. If you got to choose one, choose one that's directly tied to beef. Yeah, it's a, it's a clean business. There's not a lot of administration. There's not very many volunteers. I mean, administration. And it's literally money, beef, delivered. That's wow. It. You, it's you not know. like you see the tier, oh, different tiers you of see, this and you that see and the other. Yeah. You could, I've been to giveaways like where we're handing out food mm-hmm. to 
people in need. And it's it's that's what's so beautiful about this uh, charity. Well, do you already to. have your your next goal of another channel of distribution that because you've got we have all we have all that we have everything in alignment. It's it's once again we're a very simple organization. We raise funds, we procure fresh beef, and we donate it. We allow that to get distributed out across the country. So the more once we have enough to fund an additional every food bank, mm-hmm. um, to fund monthly deliveries of fresh beef, say 50,000 meals a year, would mm-hmm. be 25,000 per food bank. So if you have 200, you know, do the math, what's that, four or five million? That's it. In, let's yeah. let's get it, ladies. Let's go. Okay. Let's, now you got me going. <laughs> let's go out there. Let's go get the money. Let's look at the corporations because they give away hundreds of millions of dollars a year. Let's introduce ourselves and let's let them take our thing and feed some people that really need it. I couldn't have said that better. Right. You're a good cheerleader for your organization. Yeah. <laughs> and where, where's your farm based? Oh, up in Wisconsin. Up in Wisconsin. Okay. Thank I, I want to just end on that beautiful note of uh, pom-pom raising there from, yeah. from Greg. Greg Barnum, the chairman of Beef 4, digit 4, hunger.org. I just don't want people to type in, you know. Right. Yeah. And you do you have a Instagram? No. That's okay. another volunteer Based thing. Same with Facebook. Okay. So you you you've got your website that people can connect through. Beforehungry.org. Right. And uh that says it all. It says it all. Okay. And you just hit the donate button yeah. if you want to make an immediate impact. Yep. And if mm-hmm. you are looking to be a big picture, a sponsor or something, you can contact me directly. All my information's on the website. Perfect. Greg at beforehunger.org. Thank you very much for being our guest. Hey, thanks, ladies, for having me. This is awesome. I really appreciate it. Okay. Oh, I would love to see something really pop. Would that be cool? It would be great. Yeah, I know. Thank you, Greg. Thanks. Thanks so much. And um, we will have that information about how to contact beforehunger.org on our social. Mm -hmm. And feel free to share that information. Feel free to hit share on our posts and share if you want to uh, inspire people to donate and or volunteer. Both would be good. Thanks so much. And Ladies Who Question is over and out. Bye. Bye. Thanks, Harvey. Ladies Who Question is executive produced and edited by Lisa Dominique and Holly Caulfield. Music, My Lionheart and Sketch Music. Florian Monax and Matthew Anderson. Font Geofanny by Adriana619. Research Holly Caulfield. Social media Chelsea Caulfield. Please follow Ladies Who Question on all social media, ladieswhoquestion.com. And subscribe and follow us wherever you get your podcasts. This is a Harvey Doodle production. All content discussed on Ladies Who Question are the individual opinions of Lisa Dominique and Holly Caulfield and should not be construed as personal advice of any kind. By listening to this podcast, you agree to not use this podcast as any advice for any personal or medical issue of yourself or others. This entire disclaimer also applies to any guests or contributors to the podcast.